Ladora Hill from Salt Ministries here with you, bringing you another episode of our podcast. I know I have not been uh, real consistent with it, but I promise I am going to start being more consistent. Now, our last podcast, we discussed our relationship with God. And I promised you that I was going to have a very, very, very special guest to discuss our next main relationship that we um, need to focus on is like our relationship with our mates or our, our spouses. And I have my wonderful husband here with me, Keats Hill, and we're going to just discuss uh, relationships and discuss our relationship and our love story and everything because I know some people may not know our love story so we're just going to just talk to you and um, discuss some things during this episode it is during the COVID shutdown so everything is shut down so we're at home um, I have really been enjoying my time at home with my husband and my children. Uh, thank God I do like them, so it's not hard. But I want to introduce my husband, and he can tell you um, about himself and tell you how he chose me to be his wife. So, husband. Good evening, everyone. I hope that everyone is good health and safe and during this difficult time that you're able to find something that is able to comfort you I'm happy to be here and I hope that I'm able to be a part of that which comforts you and helps you uh, let's see Medora and I have been married for just about two and a half years however we have known each other nearly 20 years, probably 19 years, <laughs> and a very interesting story on how we came, came to uh, get acquainted and to eventually get married. Should I go into that now? Yeah. Well, so uh, we first crossed paths when I was, I think I was about 23 or 24 years old at church. And there was this instant attraction. There was this really pretty lady across the church, and I remember watching her walk all the way around the sanctuary. And uh, I think she noticed me. And <laughs> I was, did notice her. <laughs> there was this instant attraction. Uh, however, uh, I didn't feel like I could or should do anything with that attraction. Time I was uh, dating someone. I was in a relationship, and I didn't want—I don't want to be messy in the church. That was my reason, so I didn't approach her. Did you ever approach me? Oh my God! Are you serious? <laughs> no, I did not approach you. <laughs> but I did write him a letter. Um. It was more so on ministry-wise. I did not say, I like you, here's my number, or here's my email, or anything like that. It was more so on ministry, um, 
duties because we were starting our youth ministry and um, I forgot who it was, but they had some pictures of the previous people that had done things with the youth and he was in one of the pictures and I asked, well, what happened to this gentleman because, because we were looking for males to go on the youth retreat with us because, of course, Pastor said we had to have a certain amount of males with us because he didn't want us women to be by ourselves out there. So we were trying to look for males. At the time, we only had two. And he said we had to have at least four, but he wanted us to have more then for if we could so of course we went on the hunt to search for males to go with us so I said well what happened to him why we can't um get him to go with us and everybody looked at each other like nah that's because I think he went MIA for a while and no one knew where he was (laughs) I went I went MIA from church for a while and probably in some of the next podcast, some of the future podcasts, we'll get into that, why I went MIA, but um, I, I, I was kind of, that was a time when I was definitely uh, straddling the fence, so to speak, I was half in, half out of church, um, I would show my face once in a while, uh, but you know, the, the typical Mother's Day Christmas, Easter. Oh, you was an EMC member. <laughs> <laughs> an EMC member is Easter, Mother Day, Christmas member. <laughs> but, you know, but uh, however, just prior to that, I was, uh, I would be there often. And that's when I started getting involved with the youth. And um, I, those are the pictures that she, uh, Ladora, mentioned. But uh, after a while, I, I went MIA kind of fell back into the worldly stuff, partying and uh, hanging out and things like that and not going to church. So here I am in this relationship and I see this girl that I'm attracted to, but um, I didn't want to bring bring any mess into the church. So I thought that I was doing the right thing, but it turned out to be not quite the right thing. I mean, uh, that... I ended up marrying that lady, but that marriage failed. Uh, failed terribly, but we do. I do have a wonderful son that's the product of that uh, marriage, along with uh, three absolutely wonderful stepdaughters that are, that are also the product of uh, that relationship. So that I can be proud of. Um, but as it turns out in the long run, I made the wrong move. But I, at the time, I, I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought I was doing the commendable thing, you know, being faithful to the lady I was in a relationship with and, you know, not bringing mess into the church, particularly with this young lady who was, at the time, a new minister. Yes, I was. <laughs> but um, he... Like, like he stated, there was a instant attraction. And he was dating someone. I was dating someone um, at the time as well. But we never acted on that attraction. And again, he, he, um, 
he went on like not long after that and he married her and and um, the guy that I was seeing we end up breaking up so we always never had the opportunity or never was available at the same time never that's a good way to put it we always never had the opportunity Mm -hmm. for (laughs) some 16 17 years yes it never like panned out where we both was single at the same time it just never did like when he got married I wasn't then I got married so then we were both married at the same time and then he got divorced and I was still married <laughs> and then then I remarried remarried and then I got divorced <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, unfortunately my second wife passed away she passed away and then I was not married so then opportunity where we both was available at the same time um, 20 years later <laughs> 20 years later um, so so now it gets interesting because um, and there, there's some spirituality and there's some religion and some Jesus in this conversation Fast forward that many years, however many, 17 years, based on the age of my sons at the time, my wife had uh, just passed away the same week, uh, days apart as a mutual friend in the church. And Ladora was part of a singing group that was asked to uh, come and sing at our friend's funeral. Yes. And uh, I was, I'm, I'm close with that friend's mother. And I decided, though, it was only like three days after my wife had passed away to come and uh, serve. I did not think he, you were going to be there. I didn't think he was going to be there. I just didn't. Because his wife had just passed away, I figured maybe he was, you know, finalizing arrangements and things so I just didn't think he was going to be there so walking in and seeing him was like what in the world I was totally shocked yes 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 so (laughs) now by this time I was now a new minister and this is actually one of the one of my uh, first activities in the pulpit um, serving at my uh, friend's funeral and there, pastor asked me to read a scripture, and as I was preparing, I looked up a scripture, and I had the program, and I see Ladora walk in from across the sanctuary, so here I am, trying to duck behind my program, with like one eyebrow, one eyeball raised above, trying to act like I'm not looking, but I could not help but see Ladora very weird timing but at that moment I remember thinking as awkward as this is I cannot let her get away yet again so now I had to start cooking up a plan 
<laughs> I guess that's how you can say. <laughs> of course, I did not know all of this was going on in his head. And I'm sitting there like, oh my God, this is just so sad. His wife had passed away. He got to take care of his kids by himself. And he's here with us serving. I'm like, this is such a commendable act. I'm thinking like this. And he's over there thinking, I can't let her get away. I'm like, how'd he know I was single? I don't know. But he guess he figured it out that I was single. And then... Um, maybe a month or two passed. Um, yeah, maybe a month or two passed, and I was working on my book. Wait a minute. Hmm. Did you ask me to to help you with that before the funeral or after? It was after. Okay. Yeah, it was like a month or two after. Yeah, because I was in May. I want to say that was like June or July. Yeah, it was like June. somewhere around in there so I was working on my book and the Holy Spirit had said get him to do the forward and I'm like what him why him you know and I was prepared for him to say no because I just knew he was because I didn't think he liked me like in no fashion not just like on a, a intimate or a relationship, I just didn't think he liked me at all because he was always mean to me. <laughs> and so I um I was like, okay, well I'll ask him, and I sh- I shot him a message on Facebook and asked him um, if he would do it. And to my surprise, he actually said yes. So I was like, wow, okay, because <laughs> I was prepared for no I was already prepared for like okay well I did what I was supposed to he said no nothing I can do about it so that that was that I did not have to do a lot more I didn't even have to put my plan into action she called me and um, I did not call you she sent she messaged me and asked me to help her with her book and I said oh great what better opportunity than to sit and discuss what we needed to discuss for her book. So that was that. And we made a, uh, we set up a meeting. It was not officially a date. It was an unofficial date? It was was an unofficial (laughs) date. As in, we did not agree to go on a date. It was a date to me. And it was a meeting for her. A business meeting for her. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I invited her to breakfast, and we sat there and talked about the book. Yes. <laughs> and had breakfast. Yes. For several hours. It wasn't that long. <laughs> I would say a couple hours. It was a couple hours. I think. Yeah, you were seeing someone. I was. I was seeing someone. I was. Um, I was dating. Which was a, a bit of a, you know, kind of like a rebound, kind of a catharsis or something like that. To uh, to me, I, I, I was trying to get myself back together emotionally. And yeah, I was, I was dating, but uh, to tell the story shortly, I knew after about, about a week and a half 
maybe two weeks of dating that lady that it was not going to work out very well. So I just kind of, here I was, at that, that time I was about three weeks, maybe a month into dating her, and, and here's Lindora that says, hey, you want to meet up and talk about this book? Well, I didn't know he was seeing her, so... You didn't need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> right, I did need to know that, but I was trying to be respectful and mindful that he was a widower. And I wasn't sure if he um, wanted to be out in the open with a woman because, you know, sometimes people take stuff and run with it. So I was trying to be respectful. So I, I asked him if he wanted to either come to my home or if he wanted me to come to him. We could have sat on the porch or whatever, you know, to discuss the details because I wanted to be mindful of that. I, I wanted him to be comfortable and to talk and not feel constrained because he's not sure if somebody's going to walk in or whatever the case may be. So I wanted him to be comfortable and, and not feel uncomfortable. But of course, he felt like I was hitting on him, asking him to come to my house. But I wasn't asking him to come to my house. I was just trying to make it as comfortable for him as possible because of what he had just went through. I think that was commendable. That, that, was, that was commendable. You know, you know uh, sometimes I felt like I, I had to be um, cautious um, because I know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I know that given a certain situation, I might inclined to act a certain way so I I definitely you know as a minister as a mature uh, 40 something you know I definitely said to myself okay um, you probably shouldn't go into that house and I I, I, let's just say I probably I might have ruined it I might have ruined and I didn't know him like that so I was of course was like okay so where do you want to meet because I was okay with being out but again I wanted him to be comfortable and I wanted to have a um, a good conversation where he would be free to, to, to discuss whatever it was that he wanted to discuss and didn't feel like he had to be um, like constrained or he didn't couldn't be himself but I wanted him to but it actually ended up being a really good meeting and because he always thought I was a square yeah. he always thought I, I don't know why he thought I was a square he was the one that was a square like I don't know why he thought I was a square so after that meeting his whole mindset changed in regards to me but I had no idea no After that first meet, let's just say we went to we went to breakfast, and I tell you when I pulled when I tell you I pulled out all the stops for breakfast. Oh my! <laughs> what? We went to IHOP, <laughs> and the bill was twenty dollars. <laughs> we 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 went to we went to IHOP, and I like to joke that I pulled out all the stops. But yes, the, it was the bill was like 
you know, $23, and that included like a 10, 20% tip. Yeah, because all I had was coffee and pancakes and bacon. 20, and, and 20, 20, uh, $23 well spent because after that time, after that uh, meeting, I totally looked at her differently. I, I was really the first time that we had the opportunity to sit down and talk about anything in any language. At that point, I, I kind of knew what I was going to do next. So I just, uh, at that point, I just gave it some time. I just gave it uh, about three weeks. <laughs> no, babe, it was longer than Maybe that. longer than that? It wasn't until after your birthday. Oh, so that was about uh, six weeks. That was like June. We met again in July. Yeah. Because we had another meeting, because we were going to meet up for, book, about the, for the book. No, yes, that was no. in August. We met up. Yeah, it was August. Right, so that was almost two months. It was and, right after your birthday. And everything had transpired. I'd broken up with the girl that I knew I was going to break up with. Um, and now it's just time, you know, it's time she came across my mind. And I said, hey, it's about, to, it's about time we um, meet up to talk about this book again. Yeah. <laughs> And so I'm like, okay, so where do you want to meet? And we chose this restaurant that ended up being closed. <laughs> they were closed down, so we ended up going up the street to a uh, Coney Island. Yeah. And he got me thrown out of there. <laughs> we got thrown out of the Coney Island. <laughs> <laughs> we were there for like five hours. Like four or five hours. <laughs> <laughs> and they threw us out. <laughs> By, by this time, so now I'm in full-on flirt mode. Yes. And so I'm looking at him like, what is wrong with him? Because I noticed he was totally different from that first time we met to this time. I'm like, what is going on? Like, he is really <sighs> so, doing it. So I, honestly, at that time, <laughs> I could... I could... Like, I looked like I came to, to, to write a book. I had a laptop, but I wasn't thinking about a book at that point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like, for, for real, it was like, I can, you know, after I leave this breakfast meeting, there has to, there can be no doubt that <laughs> that I'm interested in her. So, I'm, here I am smoothing my eyebrows and, and all that stuff, doing the LL Cool J lick, lip lick. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be smooth as possible, um, you know. But I, I think I, I think I got the, I think I got the point across. She knew something was up by that time. So yeah, I without... felt the shift. <laughs> I definitely felt the shift in your, um, your attitude toward me. But I still was like unsure. I mean, I felt like he was flirting with me, but. A lot of guys flirt, you know, so I wasn't sure if he was flirting to just maybe like get him some or was he flirting because he really liked me. I wasn't sure. I don't know. I was like, okay, I'm just going to leave that alone. And I did. And then comes the text. That was, which text? That was the text. (laughs) The text that you was trying to send the girl that you were dating, but you sent it to me. It might have been an accident. <laughs> Babe, it had, what do you mean? You didn't even, like, okay, let's go, let's rewind back. I had still, after that meeting, I hadn't, didn't, I still hadn't given him my number. 
and he hadn't given me his number. We were conversing through Messenger on Facebook. That's not quite true. I hadn't given I you had the number. two phone numbers for you. I somehow. don't know how you got it because we. I hadn't given you neither one of my numbers. So maybe like the maybe Siri found it for me. Uh, you know <laughs> and how, saved it to your you phone. You know how it gets you gets you out of gets it out of email and contacts or something. You know maybe it was that way, but I or maybe it was from when you were on the dance ministry and I was the liaison or something like that. I can see that the first one, but the second one I had gotten after after I had gotten divorced. Right. So I, so I don't know how you got that number. No idea. And this is where <laughs> the Holy Spirit has begun to work on this relationship. Yes. I promise you. Because <laughs> he texted me and I never forget I was standing in the line at work. It, I was on lunch. And I was standing in the line getting me something to eat for lunch and I get a text saying, is this you? Is this your number? That's what it said. And I'm like, who is this? Tomorrow? Is this your number? I'm like, so you're not going to tell me who you are? I'm like, who is this? And he was like, keeps that's it and i'm like sir how did you get my number like what do you mean is this my number like what are you saying and he's like and he's saying and he's saying like um yes it's keeps and i said yes this is my number and he said okay and that's it and i deleted the one that was not active and question was answered but i i didn't hear from him <laughs> until maybe about a week or so later no it was a little longer than that it was after we had the the, the it was lunch. after the second it was it after, was after the, the breakfast. breakfast yeah i didn't hear from him then since then because he says it was a mistake but i think he was trying to let me know that he was done with that chick because he sent me a message that was meant for her and I'm like okay how did you send that message to me because he and I hadn't text we hadn't talked or anything so my number or my my message shouldn't even been near hers and our names aren't similar either both your names begin with you had her in there as La or Toya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I think he said it to me trying to be slick, and I and I said, um, I think you text the wrong person, and he said, oh, yeah, I did, and I said, well, I hope, um, she get her stuff back, <laughs> <laughs> and he said. Well, we'll see. <laughs> and that was it. That I'll, was all I'll we had. I offered to mail her her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And then I think I texted him a few days later and said, did you give her her stuff back? Because clearly you wanted to give her her stuff back. And he said, yeah, I got it to her. And I was like, okay, well, good. At least you you did something right. <laughs> At least you didn't burn it up. So there, so just there you go. Like I have no idea how. I really don't have any idea how that particular number got in my phone, mm-hmm. and I certainly meant that text for the other lady. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you know that that made me laugh, and it came at the right time. You know, with her just 
said, did you ever get that girl her stuff back? So I, you know, that was an opening for more conversations. So I'm like, yeah, I got it to her. But thanks for always making me laugh. And, you know, I think from that point, we just started texting back and forth. Mm-mm. No? Then, maybe a, a, a few days later, he texted me, good morning, and he um, said, thanks for um, always saying or making me laugh at times when I need to laugh or I needed, you know, to get some, some, you know, just be, get have some joy or, you know, have get my mind off of some things that maybe his mind was on. And I was like, oh, no problem. I didn't even think it was something to make you laugh, but it was funny, but I didn't think, you know, but you never know what someone may need, so I just said, no problem, and then the conversation just... We kept texting... That whole day. Texting... The entire day. Texting, and she doesn't really like texting. No. And I don't really like talking on the phone. No. So, I guess as a compromise... She's like, why don't you come over? So I'm like, okay, we actually didn't live that far apart. So I, I came by and we just talked, talked for hours. Talked and talked and talked. You know, literally, literally, mm-hmm. literally hours just talking. And, I, and, you know, by that time, I'm just like, whoa, because I usually a quiet person and I don't talk much but it was just kind of natural to to talk about everything under the sun with her on on night night and after that we were we were kind of an item we we had our first kiss that night (laughs) yes we did (laughs) but this is where it was quite a <laughs> this is where um, I want to shift it because a lot of people they are waiting on their mate, um, or they they're they're getting mixed signals or something from um, someone that they that they really is interested in. So that night, he made it official, and that was the first night we had actually like not talked about the book or anything. Like we actually just talked about us and getting to know each other and and everything. But he made it official. Like he made sure when he left out of there, I was his girlfriend. And what made you say I want her to be my woman? Honestly, well, I, I was going to say I don't really know, but I, I, I honestly believe the Holy Spirit was hard at work mm-hmm. through, through the, up to that time mm-hmm. with both of us. Um, but during that conversation, I was making, we made such a connection, and it was just so free and fun and light, and that was something that I never ever had Um, and it was something totally new in terms of relationships for me to just be able to you know 
connect with someone and, and that way you know not even a sex thing not you know someone that I liked and was you know interested in but it wasn't a sex thing it was just a, a conversation thing you know just and we made a connection that night and I'm like you know this is this is actually she has actually been what I've been waiting for for uh, 17 maybe 18 years like it's it's time it's time to do this so that's why um you know and not to mention you know she's a pretty lady I'm, I'm sure that she had guys you know uh, trying to get at her and I didn't want that to be an issue anymore so I'm like you know whoever they are they're not here tonight and they about to miss out because they they in the wrong place at the wrong time so you know that I, I made it official and it, it just a couple simple statements to me that was just like, look, um, I want you to be my girlfriend. I want you to you know, date me and only me. I'm not going to um, date anyone else, mess with anybody else. And that's, that's just, that's what I want. And, you know, it worked. Yes, it did. <laughs> but I was totally like, what? Wait, wait a minute, what do you mean? But it felt right you know it felt like that's what we were supposed to do that was the direction that we was supposed to be going and that was what we were supposed to be doing and but my question to him was did you pray about this like like, did you pray about this and are you sure this is what we supposed to be doing and to my surprise he said yes and I'm like oh my god so you already knew that you was gonna do this, like. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm not the only one that's had this experience when you pray for something and you get an answer right away because sometimes God doesn't answer you right away. Uh, sometimes His answer is wait, mm-hmm. but He answered right away this time, you know. And I'm like, okay, prayerfully, Lord, should I be doing this? Is, is, is she the one? Yes, yes, she is the one. <laughs> yes, uh, get with that girl. Yes, uh, day two. Lord, should I really be doing? <laughs> and that that went on for for quite a while. And I'm I'm sure other people have that experience about something that they they prayed for, and one way or another they got the answer, but they kept second guessing it mm-hmm. until one time, you know, you ever had the Holy Spirit to check you, and it's just it was just like, look. <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, so I, I believe in my heart that we um, we made the right. I made the right decision on that night at that time, and you know now it's like now going forward it's like okay, I was not in the mind state of just c- casually dating or perpetually dating anyway. But right. now it's time for the conversation. Okay, what is the purpose of our dating? Right. And, you know, we have that conversation maybe the next week or so. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, like if I'm going to, if we're going to be dating, I'm not dating just to date. You know, I want to be married. I'm a man. I'm a Christian man. I'm a minister. Um, and a man is supposed to be married. 
I wasn't really surprised, but she she confirmed like, yeah, that's that's what I don't know exactly how you said it, but we were on the same wavelength, we were on the same page that we were dating with the purpose of getting married. Yes, absolutely. Which um, in these days and times, it's important. I think it's important to have that conversation early on so that there's no mistaking. And you know within your your spirit if the person is being honest enough. And, and quite frankly, I think if they're not being honest and if you tell them that's the road that you want to go down or that's what you're that's what you want they'll end up leaving anyway because they're gonna feel uncomfortable because you like look i want to date with the purpose of marriage i don't want to just be dating somebody just so to say that i'm dating or i got a boyfriend or i got a girlfriend i and i i say be careful with that conversation for for this reason, like even though you were at, you were marriage minded, do you think that it was it would have been appropriate for you at the time to initiate that particular conversation, saying that you were dating with the purpose to get married? Okay, I see what you're saying. No, I don't think I, it would it would have been beneficial. I do think the guy should initiate that conversation but I don't think that um that conversation should be had a year or two later uh definitely not and the the reason I say be careful with that conversation because you know um it works uh depending on who you're dealing with and the mind state of the person that you're dealing with. But um, a lot of men will take that statement that I'm, I want to get married or I'm dating with the purpose of getting married. They will take that to mean that you want to marry them. And that may not necessarily be true. the case. <laughs> right. right. So women have to be careful with that I'm a, a little bit old fashioned in that regard so I think that it's the man's job to initiate that conversation um, I always I have some interesting philosophies but uh, one of them is that um, a woman will a woman's going to trust a man at his word so he's gonna if he says things, she's gonna take it that that's what he that's exactly what he means. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and that's probably why uh, when some relationships go bad, why it's so hurtful because they believed everything yes. that he said. Mm-hmm. But for a man to to make a comment uh, to make a comment and a statement like that, like I'm dating to get married, uh, that ha- that holds a lot of weight. Uh, women are, you know, whether we like to admit it or not, women are influenced by men. That's true. Uh, and they will, uh, it is possible to put together a combination of words that will, uh, that will influence a woman. And I, I've, I've, there's a scripture in Proverbs that says just that, as a, as a matter of fact, like, you know, you, you never know what a man has said to a woman. 
get her to be with them. But it, it's true. We the women, um, they they hang on to our words. I'm going to find that scripture while we're talking. <laughs> and so, I want you to give some advice. What advice would you give to someone waiting to get married? Like, what would you tell them? Um, well, I would say this. Um, just practically speaking, um, you're single until you get married. That's true. So, there, there is nothing wrong with dating more than one person. Um, just keep it at dating. Um, and be active in in achieving what you want. If you if you set if you if you, what you want is to be married, then you have to set out and do the things that you need to do as a woman or as a man. Do the things that you think that you have to do to achieve that. Um, and I went during that time when after my second wife passed away I was I went through exactly that I, was, I said I'm, you know, I'm here I am without a wife now and I, I want to be married so I have to do the things that I think I need to do to get married and part of that was getting my head together and, this, and another part of that was uh, dating uh-huh. meeting some ladies and you know, the, the first one was a bust. <laughs> you know, the first couple was a bust. Um, and and then, you know, here's Lodora, this lady that I've been, you know, kind of looking at out the side of my eye. You know, there she is and available. So, I, you know, I, uh, within that respect, I had to go and go and pursue her. Um, and uh, that, so that's, that's the one, to be active. Um, and just practically speaking, be active and pursue what you, what you, what it is that you want. Yes, I agree. Definitely, especially with Christians and people in the church, because so many times they, I think that Christian women feel like the man is. Yes, we have faith, and yes, that we know God will send him. But I think they, they literally think they need to sit in the house, and God is going to drop him in the, at their doorstep. And boom, that's where their husband, that's when they're going to meet their husband. But that's not the truth, because the scripture tell us faith without works is dead. So yes, you can have faith, but you need to do something too. So I think it, men are visual. That, that's just how I feel. Men are visual. So put on a nice dress. Put on a pair of heels. Or, you know, it's okay to get your hair done and put on a little makeup and, and go to somewhere. You know, and go out or this and that. You're, it may not be necessarily true that you're going to meet your husband at church. You know, You may not meet your husband at church. But that doesn't mean... That he's not saved, or he's not a Christian man, or he's not a man of God. So, be active. Look at where. Look at the story of Ruth and Boaz. Mm-hmm. She was working. Boaz found Ruth in the field. She was working, and they both had to play their own position. Boaz was a man of, he was wealthy, he was a respected man, uh, powerful in his, in his own right, 
um, he had to be conducting his business um, in order to find her. If he if he was uh, somewhere just chilling out, lazy, slouching, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have found Ruth. Right. And if Ruth was not faithful and hard at work, she wouldn't have been found. Correct. Um, so 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 that that's one. That's one. So um, be active, and you know. I want to say I'm using the word play your position but um, you know get up get your hair cut get your hair done put your put your dress on you know and it doesn't have to be anything all fancy smancy but just do uh, you know pre- present yourself get yourself ready right to, to be in that be in that position to be found to be found mm-hmm. um, and and I was found as well uh, she found me as well yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, she she found me. We found each other, you know, because um, I, I I still needed some ministry. <laughs> I still needed some some nurturing because I was uh, I was wounded, mm-hmm. and you know she was prepared for that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that first of all that took a lot, and it took a lot for me to say just now. But she was ready. The point I was, was at in my life, she was prepared for it. Wow. You're right. I didn't think about it like that, but it was. Yeah. You, yeah. Yes. And it wasn't a struggle either. You know? It wasn't a struggle for me to be there and, and, be, and, and be what you needed at that time. And, and I was prepared. The funny thing about it, I was prepared to date him a little longer than I wanted to date a man before I got married because of what he had just went through. So I was prepared in my mind, like, okay, I know I may have to, to be in this relationship a little longer because he may not be ready, you know. For marriage, and I'm okay with that because of the relationship I had just come out of as well. So I was like, okay, I'm okay with that. But I still wanted him to know that I don't want to just be dating no years without being married. But to my surprise, you know, we were on the same page. Yeah, and how long was it before we planned for the wedding? So we officially start dating. August 15th. August. And... August 15th, to be exact. August 15th, right. And we started... We decided to get married. It was for sure within a month. Yeah. We decided... Yep, we decided to get married. You know, because we were going to go um, somewhere mm-hmm. um, over, like, the long Christmas holiday and get married. That's not how it turned out. No, we was walking down the hallway at church, and he was like, do we have to wait? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And who are you talking to? He was like, do we have to wait? I said, do we have to wait for what? And he was like, to get married. I'm like, well, no, we don't have to wait. Like, I'm not married, and you're not married. It's not like we waiting on something to happen. Like, no, technically we don't have to wait. I said, what, are you talking about getting married, like, now? He was like, well, not now, but I want to just go ahead on and get married. Let's get married. I'm like, well, okay. 
that was a Sunday, and that Saturday is when he officially asked me to marry him. Yeah. And then he said, oh, and I took off work Friday, and we get married <laughs> Friday. I'm like, who are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like, look, look I, actually, I had that I had that planned, you know, uh, a little bit before Did I you? asked you. Yep, this is the first time I'm ever saying it. Yep. <laughs> because... I had not bought the ring, but I had pulled some money out the account, and I was like, so, as a matter of fact, I had, you know, I pulled some money out the account, I might, I think I had it, might have had it in my pocket when I asked you that, and then, like, uh, I think like Tuesday, that Tuesday, I went out and bought the ring. <laughs> wow. You know, it might have, it might have been the day after, but I know, like, shortly thereafter, I, I went out and bought the ring. <laughs> just like you know give me here and came directly and put that ring on your hand and like um, Friday we're doing this yep. so um, that my advice um, to to the ladies though um, you, have, you you do have to prepare yourself but um, spiritually and mentally. Spiritually, and yes, physically. and mentally. But you, um, you, you can't be overly aggressive. You like you have to play your position. And I, I think it rings true that a, a man wants to go out and find a woman. And believe you me, if you are on your game and you know you, you, you have yourself presentable, you're looking nice, you're taking care of your business. You best believe when I walked in that house to have a conversation with Ladora, I checked out that whole house. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, okay, it smelled like smelled like some dinner was cooked, with the with the dishes is washed. And, uh, I mean, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> like, okay, so she wipes down the cabinets and the, and the sink and the mirror and everything. I checked out all of that, uh-huh. all of that, you know, and. Know, she she was prepared and, and these are things that uh, my my mom and my aunties have told me over the years and um, maybe maybe I gave some people the benefit of the doubt um, in, in past relationships or maybe uh, maybe I just didn't pay attention to some of those signs but there you know when, when I went and I started hearing the, the words from from my elders that have told me like make sure you go make sure a woman to clean her house make sure she clean her house now when I saw that I'm like okay I think I think it was something right about what auntie was saying but that's all preparation uh-huh. and when you do all that it's almost like you open up the, the atmosphere yes. it's like you open the doors and invite that opportunity uh-huh. in and when I came there I'm like I'm not, I wasn't, I'm not looking for a maid or a mother, you know, but I'm just, it's something about that mindset, mm-hmm. you know, it's something about that mindset, and if you, you know, if you don't have that mindset, I'm not trying to offend you, but that's, we're in the business of, of changing mindsets as Christians, mm-hmm. you know, so we can, we can, uh, you know, we serve a powerful God, we can uh, pray, mm-hmm. and believe you me. That will that will happen, you know. Right. Change will come, particularly for things like that. Things that for when you ask the Lord for a good thing, mm-hmm. 
he's not going to withhold a good thing from you. He'll withhold a bad thing, but he's not going to withhold a good thing from you. So, um, you know, we've covered, a, you know, just a general attitude, uh, being prepared, taking action, doing your part, and your, your spiritual preparedness. You know, um, marriage is the third major institution established in the Bible. The first is the in Genesis, the first two chapters in Genesis uh, is the God established his relationship with man. Right. And he started he would walk in the Garden of Eden with man daily. Yes. That's, that's God establishing his relationship with man. The next thing Adam got was a job. <laughs> this is true. God, that, that's the second major uh, relationship that, that God established in the Bible. After he, he's, he's walking with Adam daily, but he said, take this garden and tend it and keep it and work it and cultivate it. Mm-hmm. And the third is the marriage. He established, he gave him a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are those are two good warning signs when you looking for a man if he's not working and he doesn't have a relationship with God you're probably in the wrong place right, right. if he's missing those are some major major things right and you know not to say that it can work but you know um, you know my experience with marriage is you need a guide to take you to carry you through those times where your emotions can't and your will can't. You yes. need God to carry you. Yes. I agree. That's good. I didn't think about that, but you're right. That's, that is that is exactly what took place in Genesis. That is exactly what took place. And when we are seeking or waiting for mates or when we have a mate, we have to make sure they have those characteristics that that is um, in the Bible. And the Bible gives us specific characteristics that we should look for in Proverbs 31. That concludes part one of our relationship series with my dear husband. Tune into next week for part two. I know it's getting good to you. I know, but you will be able to hear part two coming up next week. Thank you to our listeners and we look forward to hearing from you or look forward to you listening to part two.